Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Hello, my name's Tom. I'm on Big Scuba and I'm here to talk about O3 diving and fitting in your own homes. to the Big Scooper podcast. We are your hosts, Gemma and Ian. Before we get cracking with today's episode, we just want to make sure you have hit that follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you're going to hear today, we would really appreciate it if you can leave a review and a five-star rating. So now that's out of the way, we just want to say welcome and thank you for all tuning in. And now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to the Big Scuba podcast. This is episode 137. Woohoo! <laughs> so you can hear in the background uh, my co-host, Ian. Hello. Hello. And how are you today? <laughs> Alrighty, I'm good. Uh, and uh, thanks for kickstarting this episode. Yes, yep. So my name is Gemma and I'm the other co-host and we make up the Big Scuba podcast. Yes. And we talk about, obviously, diving scuba diving anything to do with anything under the water and on top of the water as well and we have a whole range of guests and obviously we've got 136 episodes for you to go back and listen to as well and it'll soon be christmas because this is the christmas episode and our last one this year yeah the last episode of 2022 Wow. Amazing. Yeah. It is, isn't it? So who have we got coming up this week? So in this week's episode, we've got a bit of a duo. We've got Tom Wright from Business Services at O3. So O3 are awesome. a company based in the UK and specialise yeah. in dry suits and wetsuits. So he's going to be talking about um, some new initiatives to get fitting done in your own home for these dry suits. Yeah. And then we've got Ben Bengley on with Sam. Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the, uh, well, Ben's a skipper of the Barbara B down in Ilfracombe and Sammy is one of the crew. So we just have a little check in with them. Yeah, he's going to give us an update of what's been going on on that North Ilfracombe uh, coastline and the yeah. Mundi Island and all the the goings on of uh, what they get up to <laughs> since we last spoke to him. And also, he's also the uh, one of the youngest coxswains of the RNLI lifeboats in the yeah. uk as well so yeah. uh he's a busy bee he is and sammy's crew on the lifeboat as well so it's a really lovely uh sort of story as well they've been seeing dolphins they have yeah how cool is that hundreds of dolphins they're so jammy honestly they have, <laughs> they, have, they have a great great life of it so uh, they do. it's hard it's a hard life it's oh, by no means well, easy yeah. but they have yeah they uh, certainly bring lots of their personality uh to the podcast and yeah about the life that they lead out on the sea yeah so uh anyway so that's that's really good um i've got a list of stuff you're prepared <laughs> kind of kind of <laughs> um so some of the things that we what's going on at the moment is i suppose everything is you know it, it loads in the press at the minute about avatars at the end mm. you know so it was released uh on friday in the uk 16th um, of december wasn't it yeah. yeah and uh do you think you'll see it yeah definitely yeah and i've seen a few reviews of people um well actually divers that have posted on facebook i was just looking this morning and their reviews are really really impressive yeah a lot of people are, i've seen saying how moved they are from mm. watching it and you how how 
you it doesn't feel just like a film it actually feels like you've it's like a whole experience and there's a message cool. within it as well i think yeah yeah so yes i know looking forward to seeing that hopefully over the christmas holidays yeah and uh kurt crack one of our previous guests and um so kurt crock i, I always might get his name right wrong <laughs> that's because it's pronounced it's just spelled the way it is. we won't be the apologies, last the first or the last. I, do, I do apologies <laughs> but you know uh he's been he's been treading the blue carpet and uh with his daughter and uh yeah. having a fantastic time yes yeah yeah and uh i think there's been various things about kate winslet and her breath hold it was seven minutes 15 seconds oh crazy time great yeah. you know you think she went from just like being not being able to hold a breath more than a few seconds like most people uh to hold that sort of time mm, yeah it was incredible crazy. yeah yeah so that reminds okay. me um yeah maybe that's something that else we need to try next year and kirk Kirk talks about this on our episode that we had with Kirk, uh, you know, right in Jan back in January. And um, so if you haven't listened to um, or if you want to hear about how he actually teaches uh, Kate to, to hold her breath like that, go listen to the episode. It's free. Download mm -hmm. it and have, have a listen. And he explains and talks about it. He does get quite detailed, actually. Yeah, does all it? about the physio physiology of the body. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. And Kirk is one of the one of the top people in the world who teaches that. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't come much better than that. And that's why someone like James Cameron has employed his services to help make such a brilliant film. Yeah, really inspiring. So yeah, have a look out for that one as well. Yeah. 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 So uh, um not really been doing much this week. It's just been absolute solid. With work, work, with the uh, cold climate, I've uh, been doing like 13, 14 hour days. Uh, so not really left much time for doing anything <laughs> else, but the, the occasional CrossFit since we last brought an episode out. What about yourself? Yeah, again, much much the same work has taken priority, but managed to get out for a few runs. So yeah. Yeah, enjoyed the, the cold, crisp weather. But yeah, definitely um, looking forward to a bit of more free time over the holidays. So I think we've yeah. got a good week and a bit off, haven't we? So which yeah. Nice. So this will be our last episode for this year. Yes. Uh, for Christmas. Yeah. And then we, we'll continue to share, won't we, on social media. We'll be... Oh, yeah, know, we'll still be we'll, active. We'll still be still yeah. be active on the social media over the Christmas period, but we'll be back um, in the, well, I think the first week, I think January, I think. Yeah. The first or second week, there'll be a new episode coming out and that will be with another diver um, based out in Greece at the moment. Yeah. X forces. Yeah. And um, really, really, uh, we had a really good chat with him yeah, really uh, just recently. And um, yeah, we'll be looking forward to sharing <laughs> uh, Jimmy's story. Yeah, yeah, so that would be uh, so look out for that one. But in the meantime, if you uh, need some podcasts to listen to, you've got plenty of episodes to go back on. There's 136 of them. <laughs> yes. How many yeah. more? Yeah, and again, you don't need to be a diver to listen to them because there's always something that you can take more away. Scuba, more. <laughs> you hear them cry. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, definitely uh, there's some variety of podcasts there to listen to. It's not all about just diving there's stories life stories people talking about marine conservation and their experiences above the water as well yeah so uh there we go um so that's that we kind of it's been a good year it's been a really busy mm. year and um we've we've grown as a as a podcast we've grown as a 
social media entity, <laughs> uh, really, and we haven't done it without the support of some really great people Absolutely. and brands. Um, we 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 love working with uh, various brands, uh, and they've been so supportive. Mm, yeah, they have. Yeah, you know? yeah. We can only, yeah, just say um, huge, huge thank you. Okay. I'm going to quickly list them in no particular order. Okay. okay. But these are big, big thank yous. Okay. To O3, been really great. Ford, been awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Fourth Element, really great. OM, these have all been really great. OM Digital Solutions, C-Line Boards, McConks, STC Watchers, Waterhall, Happy Bottles, Crystal Sea Scuba. You know, I've been doing some DM stuff this year. It's been yeah. awesome. Be back of the water, uh, helping people get started. Stony Cove have been great. Yes. Um, yeah. And all our followers and people who like, share, and comment on our posts and stories, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, that's and for everyone who downloads these episodes on yeah. a regular basis it, and our uh, lovely uh, patron as well yeah. um got to say you know it's a it's a it's a great um lovely thing to be able to do and have people like and share it's yes brilliant. yeah yeah and to be so um around the world we're in 124 countries that's 124 where, that's just incredible so and that again has grown and grown this year and it's our pokey little podcast <laughs> but it is isn't it? it's a little something that we do we're based in Suffolk. it's a little people, star people don't really know us and we downloaded 120 and, and that will forever never stop blowing me away because i yeah. just think that's amazing Yep, and I'm sure that figure will go up as well. So it's uh, but all we can say is just a super big thank you and thank you for all your support. So there's hundred and how many countries? Ninety five, I think, in the world. So would you say that we're nearly two thirds the way around the well, globe? We're getting there, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so wherever you are in the world, you know, we always love hearing from you. So never feel shy to drop us a DM, uh, email. Or come say hello when you see the flag up if you're diving yeah. somewhere. Where at Stony Cove, where's the farms, where's exactly. Lundy, wherever. Yeah. Come and say yeah. hello. It's always good to hear, yeah. you know, that you've you've downloaded one of our episodes. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And again, you know, if you want, it's great if you can leave us a review just to say what yeah. you think of the podcast. Especially our episodes on will always be free. Yeah. They were all, they they, will. The, the bulk standard episode will always be free. Yeah. Um, but there will be opportunities uh, like everyone else where you can, support us with a cost a cup of coffee or something like that uh and that'll be something you know we'll hopefully do a bit more of next year because we're like everything else we, we try and just sort of try and cover the bills don't we yes yeah so uh you know uh because none of these things are, are free uh but our, you know next year our, our episodes will be continued to be free as are all our back catalogue Yes, yeah, yeah. So um, do you take a look. And then we've got plenty planned in for next year, haven't we? We've, yeah. It's, it's uh, only, you know, a framework at the moment. We've still got to add to it, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, so we've, uh, you know, uh, Ben and, uh, well, Ben and Sam or Ben on his own will be making a regular appearance through the year because... Yeah as his uh, work changes, so at the minute, yeah, he's, he's doing more fishing 
then taken divers out, but he's now taking bookings for the divers for the year ahead. So it'll be really cool getting updates from Ben during the year yeah, about how yeah. it's going with diving, uh, where there's, you know, maybe he's got spaces coming up in a couple of weeks' time. If you listen to this, you'll be getting an update from the horse's mouth, get booked in. <laughs> Yes. You know, get to learn. We had some fantastic diving at Lundy, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that was that really kicked the year off, Lundy. That was in May last year, and it well May this year, and it yeah. was just amazing. Yeah, we had two days on the boat, and we and it yeah, was- great skipper and uh, Sam. You know, the, between them, the two of them, they really look after the dive, and that's why they get regular uh, groups of divers book in with them year upon year. Yeah, yeah, and just for seeing a different part of the UK. Lindy Island is very unique and the seal interaction was just amazing. So yeah, can't yeah. yeah. He's got new screws on his boat as well, so he's quicker. So he even the ride out there. That's what they call them, isn't it? Screws, props. 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 Penners. People are thinking, what? what they call them screws as well. I've never heard them called screws. <laughs> what do you have now? The propellers, the things that make the boat go fast. Well, he's, he's got new propellers. Let's call them propellers there. Let's, let's be correct then. You can't so, think of anything, just call it a screw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so he's got new ones, bright and shiny ones, which makes the boat faster. <laughs> and uh, so that'll make the, that cuts some of the time going out to Lundy. So yes. there we go. Um you know, he's getting booked up. So if you want to go to Lundy and we can't recommend it enough, uh, get, get in contact with yeah. Hi-Ho Charters and uh, get booked in. Yeah, links are all in the show notes. And uh, yeah, they'd love to hear from you as well. Um, what else have we got? We hopefully get some trips to the Farn Islands. Yeah, um, should, should be doing that with Crystal Seas again this year. Um, Moored Ford. Yes, yep. They're, you know, so that's going to be really cool. And we're not just with Ford. We're going to be, um, we're working with Ford going forwards, working with their in a sustainability side mm-hmm. of things to bring out their, they're coming on the podcast in, in a few weeks time. They're going to be one of our early guests and to talk about their, because they're like a lot of companies and they do so much uh, for the environment and when they manufacture in their cars and stuff, but they don't really shout about it. No, they've been very um, hot on everything to do with sustainability. Like recycling the water and things like yeah, that. Yeah, landfill. And, and who knew? Yeah, yeah. So we'll be hopefully sharing their the initiatives that they have been doing and what achievements they've made, and that will all come out in the podcast um, sort of later in January, early February. Yeah, like most of their vehicles are all going electric, uh, mm. or hybrid already and uh we'll be using one of their e-transits uh, electric electric transits yeah. in january uh for a few days make some content with that um whether it's diving whether it's paddle boarding or something we'll we'll be doing mm. with it yeah um yeah but going forward yeah we're going to be you know uh working with them on some sustainable things we'll be doing some river cleaning with the Green Party and Norwich Cathedral uh, yeah. coming this year. Looking forward to that. I uh, love doing Poss- that and getting involved with that. Possibly um, have a day or so with Neptune's Army of Rubbish Cleaners down in Pembrokeshire with yeah. previous guests as well. So they do great things. Mr. Kennard. Yes. <laughs> Kennard. Yeah, go dive and show in March. Yeah, that will uh, come look around. forward to that. Um, I think we'll be there for just about all of it we were there on the friday onwards weren't we last yeah year? we did the friday saturday yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So that would be great. And it'd be great to see some people that we've spoken to and not actually physically met. So it'd be another. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd be looking forward to meeting Christina and yeah, Kevin. Yeah. 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 yeah and, no. and the flesh. Uh, Plymouth Uni, uh, we've got to get down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to do it this year, weren't we? Uh, to give a talk at the Marine Biology Society, but we kind of need to do it on a system if we can I'll build it in with something else because we couldn't. We felt that uh, a long way to go it was, a, was it seven hours we looked at from here, yeah, to do and- a 45 minute talk, kind of didn't really we couldn't I, I just couldn't, we couldn't really justify it doesn't really fit with like being sustainable and eco-friendly does it so we've got to combine it with something um, yeah. that will make it a more round and fulfilled trip I suppose in some way yeah but otherwise you know we we are so looking forward to doing that um and uh hopefully we can do that and make it more of a trip than just just do that and then head yeah. home again yeah, and we've got um, obviously Swanage Pier is still on our bucket list. We never got to. Do uh, that yeah, before. definitely. You know, yeah. uh, look at you know we talked about Loch Long uh, in September. What an awesome experience that was! Yeah, that was, uh, and uh, one of the best. I have to say, probably, I was getting on for one of the best UK diving experiences I've had so far in my diving career. Yeah. Um, it was that good. Yeah. Um, uh, YouTube and social media, I, I don't think quite done it justice. No, that whole, but... di- that whole diving was just amazing. Yeah. Um, can't recommend that enough. Um, so if to do Swanish Pier will be another really mm. great experience, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so more UK diving, and I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully fitting some more uh, dive master duty for Crystal Seas because I really do enjoy doing that and seeing people come from their very first dive um progressing yeah progressing or doing the advanced or or whatever you know um i love that and uh it's a big highlight to me uh being able to do that yeah yeah and i'm just looking forward to getting some more experience diving and uh just getting in the water yeah uh better say hello to honey as well because my daughter honey uh, she is looking at getting in the water this year. Um, yeah. Her birthday is end of May, um, and we'll be hopefully helping her do her, her open water probably about June. I think yeah, um, talking with Polly, I think we're talking about doing that in June yeah. with Honey, so that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, she'll be 13. Uh, come. It's amazing. Come it's great. So, yeah, so uh, really look forward to that and uh, seeing Honey start her. Uh, open water journey because yeah. what have we said what have we said all the way along that once somebody starts diving who knows where diving takes them yeah and for you know honey being such a youngster she's got lots of decisions about subjects at school and you know further education and you know diving could be a big part of that in some yeah. way or, the, or like marine conservation yeah it's so so important um you know going forward so there's always some kind of role in that field well well when you think of some of the people who we spoke to you know one name comes to uh comes massively to mind is grace yeah grace westgarth you know and look at where she's gone on to a young person who's gone on to doing tons of stuff amazing Mm. stuff yeah yeah uh, so yeah uh, just shows you and i can think of other people as well 
who've gone done their open water and then gone around the world and done uh learned how to be an instructor and marine yeah. biology and all this sort of stuff so yeah, yeah. The, the future is out there to uh, go grasp and also once you've got that skill once you've done your open water it's something that you've always got you, you, know, you can always go back to it as well yeah so if you're planning if you listen to this and you're planning maybe you'll be getting your open water um pack your paddy or dive or dive raid or anything if you're whatever agency you're with and you're looking to your target your goal is to learn to dive this coming year get in contact make contact let us know what your plans are how you know how you're going to be doing it where you are uh and that would be really cool It'd be great really great to hear your uh plan really yeah. and uh and how it all goes through yeah. the year yeah, exactly. And, you know, we might get some diving in over the Christmas holidays, but if not, we might jump in the pool and do I hope so. Uh, that'd be really yeah. cool. So uh, usually get one dive in, um, one day's diving in somewhere between Christmas and New Year. So it uh, depends on what uh, what um, what I'm doing with kiddies and also with, uh, with the weather, really. Mm, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, we, we did say we were diving the other week, didn't we? But obviously the weather hit hard and it got a bit icy and snowy. So that, And um, I was out at three o'clock in the morning. And you need to work. <laughs> yeah, so, but unfortunately there'll be other times. It's just the nature of the UK weather. It is. It is. Same for us and same for everyone else. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's I, think that's, I think that's kind of about it. Um, so, yeah, <clears> big thank you to everybody um, who's been with us this so far of our journey. Yeah, and we need to say a happy Christmas to everybody and we look forward to a happy, prosperous new year. Absolutely. So it's going to be a good one. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's kind of that's a bit longer than what we planned, but it often is. Um, so Tom, so Tom been a big part of O3 for a number of years. Yes, we'll um, hear about all that his uh, his journey with O3. His um, uh, business services in uh, O3, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, and um, you know, he gives us a good roundup of O3 and of his diving as well. And uh, hopefully, people uh, look O3 up if they're considering a dry suit or a semi-dry wetsuit for next year. Yeah, I've been diving in an O3 dry suit ever since I started. Mm. Um, I always remember, you know, when I first started, um, I, I I used a school suit, which was an O3 suit, and. Um, People said to me when I was talking to them, I was getting, you know, I'm thinking about buying a dry suit, you know, who do you recommend? And they always said um, for us in our area in, in Norwich, go get an O3 because mm. of their service. You know, they really look after you when you send your suit off. And they have, you know, they haven't faltered in that at all. They've been brilliant. Uh, uh, would turn my suit around quick when I had a, uh, when I had a leaky stitch and things like that. So, you know, they've been awesome. Yeah. Other dive suits companies are out there. They are available. Yes, they are available. But this episode is about O3. Yes. <laughs> so, and, but before we hear from Tom, we're just going to check in with Ben Bengley and uh, Sammy, aren't we? And just to get yes. a little update and then Tom will follow after. Let's do it. Yep. So here's Ben and Sammy and then Tom will be along shortly. <laughs> See you soon. See you on the next one. Sammy. 
it's that time in the podcast where we take you back to North Devon and catch up with RNLI coxswain, Captain Ben Benji of the Barber Bee Dive and Fishing Boat in Ilfracombe Harbour. Mind those ropes. It's that time again where we go all the way over to Ilfracombe on the North Devon coast and we catch up with, with our regular updates from Ben Begley, uh, who's the uh, coxswain of the RNLI uh, lifeboat over there and also captain of the Barbara B fishing boat and dive boat. And with us this time, we've also got crew member Sam. So welcome, welcome aboard. And uh, how are you guys getting on? Good, thank you. Yeah, good. Very good, yeah. Yeah, good to have you on again. How's life over in Ilfracombe? Cold. Very cold. Cold. Yeah, it's not that for once, that's all right. Cold. Yeah, cold. Ice. Cold. Yeah, I was yeah. listening to... Uh, the old shipping forecast. You got some set northeasterlies coming in. Yeah, don't don't want to talk about that. Yeah. That's um, that's emotional. Yeah. So is like it... not like eat anything from the east for us. That's like direct. So when we're fishing, we're like 27, 26, 27 mile away from Ilfracombe mm. right. in like a easterly direction. So that it, means we have to steer might... back into it. And it's like the worst kind of sea ever, so it kind of funnels down the channel. So if they say it's going to be like 20 knots of east wind, it normally, it's normally like 30 knots of east wind. Mm-hmm. And so that's a horrible, short, short horrible, short, sh- no, I can't say that Nasty. Word. Nasty chop. Yeah. Where, where, where there's normally a wave, where there's normally a gap between the waves, yeah. there's a wave in that gap. Yeah. Really? So it's all right. very uneven, is it? It's just... Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just horrible. Um mm. Yeah, it means I have to pay attention a lot more, and there's a lot more head shaking and swearing and bang, <laughs> battering and crashing back to home. Yeah, yeah it, it it makes the day go a lot longer. It's probably like makes a two and a half hour steam home like three and a half hours. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to go so slow and careful, yeah. and you have to, you have to we, we call it a detour. So you're not aiming for Ilfracombe, you're aiming you like have to cut across it, especially right. like catamarans. I've got. That's because the wave like hits the bridge deck under, underneath the tunnel and that's yeah. makes a lot of banging and yeah, it makes it uncomfortable for Sammy to sleep as well. Oh no, well, you bang your head, don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. But you find him a cushion. We we we, we play that's Christmas. We, we play we play games on how long he's gonna last her. Mm. Like what 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 times you're gonna get thrown off the seat. Yeah. Hasn't happened yet. We're seeing on social media he's often asleep. Oh yeah, yeah. I love my little beauty sleep. Yeah, yeah. You often, little nanny naps. <laughs> yeah. Often people think we don't work. Yeah. So, what are you fishing at the moment? Are you still, still, still welts? Still welts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, so the water temperature's dropped off a bit now. Um, What's so, like, cold. <laughs> um, Six? Still don't have figures. No, like 10, 9, 10. What was it? Not and that it, much. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it, was, it was still quite warm. Um, we in? It was, yeah, because it's still been very mild recently. Mm. Like, yeah. Didn't plummet. Where now, like this temperatures made it plummet quite a bit. Mm. And yeah. it's like perfect. It's like the the perfect temperature for whelks to crawl. Yeah. Oh, they they prefer cold. Yes. Mm. Yeah. The very what's it like? The three bears eating porridge. You know, like one bear thinks it's a bit too warm, and yeah, whelks are very like that. It has to be a set temperature for them to crack on. Right. And then with 
the only good thing with this east wind it means there's no swell they're, okay. they're, they're fussy they're fussy things yeah they sound they, it they don't mm. like swell they don't like warm do they swim very far then i can't imagine these nah, so they're bot they're bottom feeders they're just literally they're literally they just, just shift down like snails yeah at a snail's pace um, yeah literally yeah. They're all right. so has it been a good season so far for fishing nah. Yeah, last last week as yeah, we done six days out of seven last last week. Yeah. So there's no so where before we've been doing fitness at silly o'clock in the morning. That's now stopped. We don't do it at silly o'clock in the morning anymore. It's nice and reasonable. This morning we were there in the car park, half eight. Half eight, yeah. Yeah, half eight this Wait. morning. Anyone else join in? Uh one of the other lifeboat crew. Yeah, one of the other lifeboat crew. Really? Yeah. Um so obviously we're diehard fitness. But like of course. professionals, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's just four of us in the car park doing very press. Good. Very cold. Cold floor. Cold floor. Yeah. 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 Debating our life choices, regretting it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I regret so, my life. I won't, I won't complain next time I pick up a freezing cold barbell at CrossFit next, next morning <laughs> then. So yeah, it was that cold, like the bloke doing it for us he's like this like nuts crazy man and there's like me sammy and dave they there like trying to like put our sleeves over so when we lift up wow jesus when we lift up a um like 12 and a half kilo dumbbell or whatever you like can't feel your hands i'm like yeah, <laughs> no, no, I yeah. so how do you manage to keep warm then because with these winds and all that when you're out there you, you know if you've got oh yeah, yeah how, how you keep them warm First investment that was Ian. First investment when I bought the boat, diesel yeah. heater. Diesel heater. Yeah. Yeah. Now on, on the screen on it, it's told, it's been telling me the last three days it's been pumping out thirty five degrees of temperature, hot air. Wow. It definitely has wow. not. <laughs> it definitely has not. Um, so yeah, this diesel heater. And you just have that in the wheelhouse then, just yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of layers, thermal. Yeah. Long johns, hats. Yeah. Um, you haven't tried tights yet because a lot of ski people wear tights. No, I've got, I've got running tights. <laughs> the long johns still done better than the running tights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we're just saying, you know, you're working in damp, wet environment, and it must be icy on your hands. Yeah. So whack, whack our gloves underneath the heater, um, and yeah makes your hands a bit warmer it's not it's not in the start it's at the start of the day when you put your gloves on yeah like all cold and dewy and they feel very weird and it's yeah. at the end of the day where you put them underneath the heater and they're like 30 odd degrees well you know that mm. you're yeah, up no. you're up on top of the key i'm down on the boat yeah nice and warm they don't last they don't stay warm for very long there as soon as you go outside <laughs> that cold yeah, uh, that's it. Oh, well, that's as long as you've, yeah, you do stay reasonably warm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And boilers, you know, so having coffees, cup of soups, pot noodles, doing press ups. Well, like, there's only me. I saw you, your post the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many press ups have you been doing? Not a lot. Not a lot. That's just, um, there, there, there's a few reasons for doing the press ups, which I can't kind of say right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, I was trying to make myself be sick a little bit, but I thought press-ups would help. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they didn't. So I kind of had the soldier on through with a, another cup of coffee. That'll help. 
What about bookings and that? Have you had any other bookings? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had quite a few bookings, quite a few inquiries. Um, yeah. A few more stays next year. Yeah. Oh, we, finally get, we finally get to stay at Lundy. Yes. Hey. Yeah. How long has it been since we stayed on? Four, five, 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 four, years. five years. Oh, really? Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really nice for everyone because um, obviously you take out that crossing in between. Yeah. And it's nice for us because it's like a mini break in the middle of August as well. Lovely. Oh, wow, nice. <laughs> That'd be nice then. Away for four days. Yeah. <clears throat> so is that a group of divers or is it just people yeah. on the island? Oh, wow. Group, group of divers. Um, yeah. yeah, so it also means that because you take out that transit, you can also just pick and choose what you want. Yeah. So you can go, right, we want to do the high waters today. Lovely. Right, we want to do the low waters tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. And then yeah. it, gives, it gives them either a morning on the island or an afternoon on the island. They get the full right. experience them. And do they want to dive all around the island or just yeah. certain parts? Yeah. yeah. So all around the island. Yeah. And, but sometimes they just, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just want to do the same, same sites. Yeah. Have they been um, before? Yes and no. Right. Some of them have, some of them And we've also picked up one from the Lundy Festival we've done. Um, what's she? What's the one called? Uh, I can't even remember. Yeah. I can't remember what. I can't even what? remember what. Lundy has a festival? Yeah, they, they had a festival yeah. last year. We had the dive festival the whole just 60 years. Yeah, 60 year maritime, 60 years, 60. What is that, 60? Don't take us on that. Yeah, yeah. don't take us on that. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we've done four rec days, and they were in charge of the rec days, and they want to come back and do the do London and do some other sites as well. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. So people are certainly uh, sort of putting an interest in for next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Very much so. Yeah. Are you getting booked up then? You're fairly booked up. Yeah. 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 Booked up, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. We better think about our trip then. <laughs> we better. <laughs> I think that was May, wasn't it, last time? I think so, yeah. 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 May, May, June time, yeah. You're no better than us. I kind of lose track in time from May. I, I do, I do. Kind of yeah. just goes to blur. It was still first, short weather, wasn't it? So it was definitely May, probably. First of August comes, and then by next time, it's 2nd of September. I'm like, where did that go? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, what about um, the RNLI? Have you had? Has it been busy with shouts? No, it hasn't been that busy. Um, what have we done? We we've had a naming ceremony for a new lifeboat. Oh wow! Um, for a new little inshore lifeboat. Yeah. Um, that was. So, uh, is that an additional? Or is that a replacement? Replacement. So, ten-year yeah. um, age life of these um, ILB lifeboats. Yeah. And they're like the workhorse of the fleet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they, those are the ones that hurt a lot mm. when you get off them and you can't walk for several days. Because yeah. <laughs> you're uh, kneeling in, the, you're sort of kneeling yeah. down, aren't you? Yeah, yeah we've done, we had one service to two paddle boarders um, west of Baldwell. They came out of Lee Bay in an offshore wind and it was a nine and a half metre spring tide and they got taken <laughs> two and a half miles west. Really? Yeah, lucky, lucky, very lucky, very lucky. Did they, what did they? How did they? Um, did they have phones and that with them then? Yeah, um, no. Um, two people on the coast path seen it, seen them going, called it in. Really? And then yeah, 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 very, 
So we're talking like complete novices out on paddleboards. Didn't check the tides. One, one was a bit of a experience. One was a novice. Yeah, both hypothermic. Yeah, right. yeah, two life saves, hundred percent. Life jackets. One. Yeah, boy, buoyancy aids in two mil wetsuits, two three mil wetsuits. Wow. Yeah, chilly. They were chilly. Uh, yeah. Um, we're so careful. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Even at that time of year, even though that's the warmest the water's going to get. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they had a lucky escape, so so it's good yeah. you got them. Yeah, one of the new guys on the lifeboat spotted them, and then they, they said when the paddleboard said when they're in the water, they had dolphins playing around them. Really, it's like a known thing that like dolphins will go up to people in danger, kind of like dogs. They sense it that yeah, you know, they stay with them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, have you seen much um, wildlife out at sea? I've never seen so many dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Really. Never so many dolphins yeah loads incredible is that because of the um, feed in the water must be it must be yeah mm. last week we've had hundreds yeah it's been hundreds a yeah yeah, hun- yeah and they, they've been chasing mackerel up to the surface wow wow yeah like i mean hunt like dolphins everywhere around the boat that must be amazing to see yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of them like because you see it all the time you don't really pay but really i'm pay. amazed that there'll be so many oh they're yeah from everywhere every direction you looked around the boat they're just jumping would you say more than you'd normally see would you... um yeah 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 it's more frequent so like most days it's not it's not just one encounter it's sort of most days we're out we see the dolphins yeah in and it's, it's, pro- it's, pro- it's probably just feed it's probably yeah. yeah it's just mm-hmm. feed yeah yeah and we had him for like five or six hours. I mean, Sammy wouldn't know about it. When he went to sleep, <laughs> we, I mean, I must have picked when him up. When he woke up. 10, yeah. 10 mile off the coast. And um, yeah, we had him for hours. Just playing in searchlights and whatnot. Mm. Oh, but was... yeah, we, we, yeah, we didn't pay attention to it. It's not till like people like, well, until we get, start taking customers again, you've got to pay attention to the dolphins and stop and get them to interact with the boat. It's it, it is, see. You you know when they keep coming back towards you that they've had good interaction. So yeah, well, you think it. about it. You know, the, the average person will, will only see maybe one in a lifetime, mm. maybe a couple, and you're uh, seeing them like on a daily daily basis. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, up close and personal, like two, three, four foot away. Literally just coming up, breaching next where where the rope's going down to the bottom to come up, breach next to us. We're not phased about what we're doing, hauling, shooting pots, and not staying in a straight course. They're all around the boat, and that's like Ben said, they'll stay there for hours. Jumping, properly jumping. Yeah. Clearing the water, doing the backsplash, doing the tail flips. Yeah. Happy dolphins, then. Yeah. Yeah, they're very happy dolphins. Very. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and what about bird life? If if you still got the issues with the bird flu in Lindy? Um, I don't or, know. It's quite on that front. Yeah. Mm. No, oh, that's they, good. They haven't seen so many gannets and stuff, but there's still feed there. So the birds are there, are feeding, but it's whether they're well enough to feed. That's the that's yeah. issue. But yeah, I'd imagine so. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We, had, we had a pet bird the other day. Yeah. We had a pet bird? Yeah, this came in. I was, I was in, we were in the middle of hauling a string. I looked in the wheelhouse and I seen this bird. And I kind of thought like What sort of bird? Little one, hang on. Uh female chaffinch. Really? Uh sort of like the same sort of size as a robin. 
Yeah, they're, well, they're meant uh, to be like in the Scotland Highlands and like woodland areas. And this one was 15 miles from the closest <laughs> land. Really? You have those yeah. twitches wanting to see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, oh, we've had one. Have I had, told you, I had twitches? Have we spoke since then? We had the guy that had come down from John O'Groats. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you told uh, us about that one, yeah. What did we have this year? We've had one this year. Oh, when was it? Uh, I don't even know when it was. I have no clue. Yeah. Well, see what happens next year, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. the birds will start migrating and moving around. So have yeah. you got any Christmas decks up in the boat? No. No? No, no little there. Christmas tree or anything no. like that? No, no. fall over. Yeah, fall over. <laughs> I've been been shopping today and got them some treats. You know, got excellent. Some, got some chocolate for tomorrow. Yeah, sorted. What more do they want? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. we're not we're, we're not very well. No, we're Christmassy, but we're not Christmassy like that to that front. Yeah, we, we retained much time off. Um, we they stopped taking Welks on the twenty second. Then I think we can they'll start taking them again from the twenty seventh to the thirtieth, I think. So we'll try and get one or two days in between Christmas and New Year. Oh well that's yeah. good. Yeah, because yeah. I just um, thought most fishermen lay up for a couple of weeks. But yeah, if you've Well it all matters on the weather as well. Yeah. It's bad anywhere. And I just looked at the the forecast and yeah, it doesn't look promising for that front, but yeah. That just means that just means I have to spend more time in a pub, which is unfortunate. You know? I will I will take one for the team and <laughs> we've got to support the local community, you know. You have got to support the local community. You have. Community. You are right. And as one of the local community, I need to be at the forefront of that, keeping our <laughs> keeping our local establishments open, our local watering holes. Yeah. yeah. So your fitness um thing, you haven't given up the the juice then. No, no, we we had last week off because we were working every day. Um, no, we've done three days a week mm. for the last. Well, this is twelve weeks in. That's, That's good. good. Isn't it? You must yeah. notice a difference. No, well, no. Weeks yeah. In. yeah, I got a six pack. That's how I noticed the difference. I got a six. <laughs> I, can see th- I can see things I've never seen before. There's veins in places I never knew veins existed. <laughs> You can, tell I, you can tell I wasn't at school a lot, biology, can't you? <laughs> no, Last it, time we spoke to you, you were saying that you couldn't, you hadn't got any core muscles, and now you're saying you've got six packs, so that's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah core muscles, yeah, they're still there. Yeah. Not not in, like, full front, but no, it's it's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, it's it, good. Um, Keep us motivated, and it's normally every day that we go to see, the day after we'll be doing the training, so we're always active every day we're yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, it's good. It's good crack. I mean, we're not dead yet. There's, <laughs> there's like been fair, some dangerous, yeah. like, some dangerous times. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, where I've thought, honestly thought about throwing in a towel, but no, it's it's hard. I think it's harder now that it's gone cold. Mm. Yeah. Like before, it was kind of like manageable when it's like seven, eight degrees. You tend to lack the motivation a little bit more because it's so cold. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely agree with that. But yeah, but once you've done it, you feel so much better. Exactly. So this, he wanted to stop, but he said to us, "We can stop at twelve weeks," and we're like, "Nah, keep going now." Yeah. Till until we get to like summer, I'm like, "Mate, I can't not do anything. Yeah. I'm not keen. Let's do push ups on the boat. I'll do hundred <laughs> push ups today. That that'll keep me going. Do some burpees. 
No, no, no that, that, that helps get the heart rate going. I hate burpees. Burpees yeah. banned, but we've what have we banned? Burpees. Burpees. Press ups almost got banned because he made us the other day do well. You got us doing diamond press ups. Dialing presses, what are they? Where you yeah. hold your hand like, yeah, like that. Oh, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do triceps. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can get buggered if you think we're doing them again. <laughs> Very <laughs> rebellious. <laughs> it's just. Oh, no, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of. He said he wants feedback, so we give him yeah. <laughs> Our coach often gets walking over a big box carrying heavy weights. That's not one of my favorite ones either. Yeah. And then he gets us in the gym occasionally, and then they do a Sunday, they do a Saturday morning boot camp for an hour. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so anyone fun. in the Ilfracuma area who will listen to this should come in and join join in. Then really, if if well, we um we're very sarcastic. We also refuse to do a lot of the workouts, but carry on doing them. Mm. Um, yep. I threatened to throw his phone in the bush. <laughs> Because um, he puts it, he puts his phone up and like shows you hours long less. Like when you change circuits, you're like, oh Jesus, how long we've been going? Like, so he has a lot to put up with. Yeah, he's got part with us. Yeah, so he's, he's, yeah. Part, he's, he's lucky he made twelve weeks. He's, he's been asking us for the last bloody four years to try and work out with him, mm. and then now he's got us, and I think he regrets his life decision. <laughs> but he knows like what he was getting, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing involved. Um, I'm sure. In our, in our group chat, there's also a lot of swearing involved. One of the guys has muted it because we started replying at three in the morning. He wasn't appreciative of that. <laughs> but no, we're going to be the fittest boat next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's pretty good. Sammy's a knuckle dragger. Apparently, <laughs> I'm a streak of piss. <laughs> How much about you? Hey, technical <laughs> phrases, of course. Technical <laughs> phrases. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, it all sounds, yeah, good. You're certainly keeping yourselves busy. <laughs> so what do you think next year's could be looking like then? You got any uh, anything coming up? No, nothing fun. Just more work. Do I not see you at the Go Diving show? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah, Boats and boats goes to the yard in February for a refit. Right. Uh, me and Sammy are thinking of going to Amsterdam during that time. So, not, not for the whole time. No. It's going to been be before. No. no, it's experience. Want to go just for a weekend? Yeah, sounds experience, good. Experience, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We we can make we, we can do some good navigational skills around there. And then um, start of March, we're at the dive fest, dive festival, dive show. Yeah, go dive the go diving show. That's the, the one. Go, the go diving show. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Off. Is north. that your first time there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we're on a there's a British Isle stand and we're, we're on the other British Isle yeah. people. So is it to promote the diving? Um to yeah, to well to promote anything. Yeah. yeah, to promote the diving at Lundy, to promote any work that we could get commercially for doing different diving setups. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah, we're quite we're quite easy going apparently and we'll do anything. Yeah. And like I'm the the only boat now between here and Padstow, passenger coded. So like in the winter time, yeah. So we're doing a Lundy run soon to go and take a load of supplies over. Yeah. Right. Fill the boat up with booze again. That's yeah. a fun time. That's good. <laughs> keep them all watered. Yeah. Keep yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep the fluids in. Yeah, you've got, got, got to keep it hydrated. 
yeah it's very yeah. important in this time of year as well you know yeah. you've got to keep warm and you've got to keep hydrated and uh, there's a lot of good establishments that there is. can help that i mean at Lundy there's only one so that kind of so have you got a... have you got a favorite tipple then are you beer or cider 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 um, cider and rum yeah spice rum that's dangerous mm. that's very dangerous that was i think that was sunday night as well yeah yeah, it's very dangerous. Yeah, it's it's very dangerous. This stuff. It is. Well, you know, because you, you only go out for one or two, job. and then you, you still friends. go back for more. So, <laughs> when I make friends, that's my issue. I I got apparently I got a face for making friends, but we both we both yeah, got a face. Very approachable people. people. Yeah. We had a lot of people approach us the other week in the pub. I know that much. Mm. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, get it at the go dive and show. There'll be lots of people approaching you. I'm sure. I hope so yeah, we hope so. Yeah, I'm sure you'll enjoy it because there's lots of characters. We're opposite there. bar. We're opposite the bar, the only bar on site. So come see us. We know where to find you. Yeah. We know where to find us. There'll be two people on the stand, and it won't be us two. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be making use of the establishment there. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well, you'll have a great time, and yeah, we'll be good to see you both. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so, but um, hopefully we'll catch up before then and uh, have a catch up at the beginning, kind of February time, and uh, have another check in with you and yep. what you've been That's up fine. to. We'll be in Premier Inn by then. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we won't, we'll, I won't mess up the rooms this time. Okay. <laughs> we had a few issues in Premier Inn. The boat when the boat was in the yard. Yeah, I might have ordered the wrong room. One double bed. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the first time we slept together. It won't be the last. So. Ah. <laughs> Cozy. Yeah. Yeah, we got some weird looks when we went in. Then we wondered what. <laughs> and Sammy went back to reception. They went, "Yeah, we did think something was weird." <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, All a deal. Yeah, yeah. You got to laugh. You got to laugh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's been brilliant catching up with you both. And uh, Sam, your first time, so well done. That was good. Yeah, lovely. Oh, yeah, that was a piece of test, didn't I? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, come again. Yeah, we definitely will. So, for our, lis our listeners, if they want to look you up, where do they go on their social media? Um, either Lundy Diving or Hi Ho Charters. On both Instagram and Facebook, you'll find us. Yeah, and okay. Twitter, they really understand that stuff. So, yeah, Facebook and Instagram, I understand that. Twitter's a bit complicated. Yeah, but no, it's great what you post on um, Instagram and Facebook. It's uh, always entertaining and it, it shows what you get up to. So we'll put the links in the show notes and people can look you up. Well done, mate. Thank, Thank you. Much. Right. Hello, Tom Wright from O3. So we've known hello, you. Hello. <laughs> we've known you a good couple of years now um yeah. so we thought we'd invite you onto the podcast so you can chat about your experiences diving and about the company that you work for O3. so welcome to the big scuba podcast yeah welcome thank you, Tom. Me. Thank you. yeah so first of all do you what, what makes you love diving so much um or how I... did you get into it I've always grown up, uh, I grew up in Portland in Dorset, for people who don't know, um, which is a small island that sits out, uh, or a peninsula as they call it, outside, um, off Weymouth. Uh, and I've just always grown up by the sea. So any summer holidays or any holidays that were spent um, on the beach with my family. Um, and yeah, it kind of started as like free diving and snorkeling. Uh, and when I joined O3, and then it's just progressively gone further with like recreational diving. And a lot of my friends do it now, my family do it. So yeah. it's just 
it's just a, a lovely hobby and it's I've been lucky enough to be able to do it as a job as well. Yeah, that's that's great. So it was really starting at 03 that got you into your recreational diving. Yeah, so I always snorkeled. Um, just it's so accessible around here. Um, just it was just part of growing up. Um, and yeah, starting to do a little bit more kind of a lot more like lot longer snorkeling. Like like you could go for uh, quite a big trip um, snorkeling around the local area. And then yeah, it just progressed as working O3 does. It just progressed into diving. So I wasn't a diver when I started. Yeah. Had you ever, you know, thought about it when you were younger, growing up? You know, was there any sort of interest or inkling there that you thought you, you know, you might go that way? Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess where I've grown up's kind of influenced that. It's something that my dad, um, what since I've worked here, has learned to dive as well. But he's always had a huge interest in wanting to learn. Yeah. Um, and I had quite a few friends that already did it. Uh, and I think just having an interest in the local area when you you just you can just see like the local boats that are going out a lot of them uh, a lot of them are dive boats uh, so it's 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 kind of like a, it stemmed from there really so i think it's just kind of growing up here you're always associated to some kind of water sport yeah so for those who d- have you know, unbelievably don't know um o3 um yeah. because you know this podcast goes out to lots of different countries um explain roughly where where o3 is actually s- situated in the uk so we are based on the south southwest, like south coast. Uh, I think we're classed as southwest. So yeah. we are um, in Dorset, uh, on, on Portland, which is it's a peninsula that sits two and a half miles outside, like out off Weymouth. Um, and we're situated on what we call the Beach Road, which is it's a bit of land between the the two places of so Portland and Weymouth. And we've got sea either side. So when you look out the office window, we're a hundred yards from Chesil Beach, which is an incredible shore dive. Um, which is also just it's a part of the Jurassic Coast as well. So it's loads of history, lots of wrecks, and just yeah, just it's part of where we where we live. It's a huge part of where we live. Yeah, and we were lucky enough to come and see you uh, late last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Did you and guys it's... ever get to dive? Did you guys ever get to dive there? No, we ended up at Vobster in the end. Didn't oh, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a bit blowy that day that we yeah. came to see. And we didn't have a huge amount of time, did we? Because um, <laughs> I think we came down on the Friday, yeah. And then um, by the time we we got to meet another Tom, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jen was trying a, a dry suit on as well. So yeah. by the time that was all done, it was like we had to move on because it was quite late in the year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're like when it gets into the autumn, what holds us back? Um, like we've had a lovely day today. Is the wind? If we get like a southwesterly wind, just of where we're located and where the harbors are, it just mm. makes it incredibly. Unaccess- it's like really unaccessible because the wind just completely blows the, the diving locations out or just like water sports yeah. um, it's, I know there's other parts of the country that does make it a little bit easier but Southwest does kind of stuff with your plans so I'm sure you yeah. have that on the day you come down yeah, yeah but when it's good it's good down there oh, it's stunning it? it's incredible yeah yeah so if people are based in the UK and they've never been down to the Southwest then it's definitely somewhere that they should consider definitely in summertime for sure absolutely uh, I'm a member of um, a few Facebook groups along there and they are sharing all year round about the dive and they're doing off that coast. And uh, it's so lovely to to see some of the photos, the visibility is brilliant, you know, really do see some great photos that they're taking. We could be really, really lucky uh, with the visibility um, and just the just again off Tuzzle Beach, um, which is uh, just outside the, the, oh three it's yeah the marine life's incredible there's just so much um there's just so much going on it's it's yeah. can be quite turbulent the water so like it gets turned up and 
it uncovers in some incredible things wrecks just mm. off the shore and it's a great shore dive because it goes down to 18 meters or 17 meters i think I've, i think it's the deepest i've got but it's yeah. um it's beautiful and the rock formations and the marine life is stunning yeah so what's your surface in uh surface interval like when did what, you last dive? Sp- what like when was my last dive yeah uh, my last dive <laughs> is actually in the Canary Islands in uh, middle of October. I okay. did two dives. I did two dives um, with a, com- a company that we know. Um, just I we went to Lanzarote on a family. Like a, my partner went on a holiday, and I just did a day's diving, which was which was lovely. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh. Last time in the UK was September. Again, the weather seemed. I don't know if anyone's known. October seems any, to be really bad. Any plans to jump in? Pardon, sorry. Got any plans to get in? I think in December I'm going to Vobster. I think I'm just going to, I think I'm going to do a few dives, from, um, a couple of dives with my brother and my dad. I think I'm going to go to Vobster just to do yeah. a couple of dives. So yeah, just yeah. keep your hands on it for the, the um, don't do a huge amount of diving in the winter, but keep your hands on it for the spring and when the season kicks off again. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. And you just mentioned your dad and your brother. So you, from you starting diving, is that something that your brother and dad have then progressed seeing you dive that they've now started? Yeah, like my dad's always been super interested. Um, he grew up on the island as well. Um, it feels like we've never left. We have left. It's just you end up coming back. <laughs> and um, my brother, the same. They um, both just really, really keen. And we've we kind of booked a, a trip in a year's time to go to Egypt on a liverboard. Oh, wow. And it, my, it was like a kickstart for my brother to go, right, I need to learn. And he's he's just done his courses and done... 20, 25 dives of us this year. So he's like, he's really, he's, he's really keen. And my dad was the same. Um, I think he learned at 56 and he's absolutely loving it. So you're never too old. Never too old. Yeah. Never too old. And you'd be yeah, amazed yeah. how many customers we get that, ne- that always say the same, like when they've retired or they've taken up diving. So it's, it's yeah, it's a really accessible sport. Yeah. Brilliant. And that's really good to hear. And you also get to dive with your brother and dad, which must be amazing. <laughs> it keeps me, it keeps me in it as well. Cause sometimes you, uh, if you're working in industry, sometimes you, you don't end up diving as much as you'd like to. And when they're super keen, it means they're booking on dive boats and then dragging you along as well. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. So you, obviously O3 is where you work. So how long yeah. have you been with the guys at O3? On and off 11, uh, 11 years. On and off 11, 11, 12 years. Wow. So yeah, I started as just wow. a Saturday boy, um, making cups of tea, like clearing up to the people selling dry suits and serving in the shop. And then, yeah, it just progressively went from there. Um, I just, I was like in summers, uh, I went to university in London and then, I was coming back at the summers, um, which was amazing. And then I uh, got offered um, to work full time uh, when oh, I come right, back from and slash a little bit of traveling as well. So I come back and I've been here full time seven years now. Yeah. Yeah. And so what else? Does your partner dive as well? No, she doesn't. She'll snorkel. Um, she sails and she's into the water, but she's not interested in diving. It's the, like yeah. claustrophobic, which is a shame, but it means that she's quite happy for me to go off. She calls hey, herself well, beach. you know, diving's not for everyone, and uh, at least she's given it a go. It's not to say she won't, you know, get into it at a later date if she wants to, or you know, no, definitely. so it's you know, it's just how it goes sometimes, isn't it? She calls herself beach support. So if we dive off Chesil, <laughs> she'll sit with all our kit. She'll um, we have to put a boy up, we'll put a boy up, and she can just she enjoys it, and then she's there just to, like help us carry our fins and our kit up Chesil yeah. Beach if we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great if she snorkels as well. Yeah. That's seeing yeah. the underwater worlds, isn't it? As yeah, well. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've been there a while. <laughs> I've been there a while. So, yeah. so how's the CrossFit coming on? Because you're a fellow CrossFitter. Yeah. Uh, really well. Um, yeah. I love it. It's probably with diving. It's probably my favorite. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite hobbies. It's just 
it's um it's like a stress release because I do it hard, like in the evenings every day. Yeah. So it's it's quite nice like you finish your day's work, and yeah. I don't have a long commute, so it's quite nice to you just as soon as you get in, get in the car, get changed, straight to the gym, and it's an hour. See, I do mine in the morning, so mine's at half past six. Oh no, I can't do it. But um, I thought I'd struggle with that, but actually right. I've found that uh, I'm the other way. I've gone the other way with it and actually quite enjoy it. Um, ben Bengi, um, you know, um, who we, who comes on and gives us his updates, he's been working with a PT. Uh, at what time is that? Half past four? Yeah, four? really four. early in the morning. Yeah. So, But with the CrossFit, have you found it's improved your diving fitness? yeah it improves just general life um yeah. just staying really active and yeah like i have um yeah i have like you carrying your kit um walking to and from the dive boat you know how heavy the kit can be yeah prevents i guess it prevents injury um yeah. and yeah you're not out of breath because one of the big things of diving on portland is tide and yeah i'm quite comfortable diving in tide it doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't make me nervous because i don't yeah. feel like i'm out of breath so yeah no yeah fitness is a huge part and it keeps me keeps me really active yeah, and that's really important in the whole diving experience, yeah. isn't it? That fitness, Absolutely. everybody needs to consider their fitness for diving because, yeah, you do have to carry heavy kit. You do have to have heavy stuff on your back to get to a dive site. And I think, uh, having been on a course recently and seen two divers really struggle because of fitness um, who are not used to UK diving, uh, but they've been using to diving abroad and a lot of diving abroad and that yeah. i think that, you know suddenly when you've got dry suit lots of weight and all that you know people don't take that don't understand sometimes you know you do need an element of fitness with it i i just i always um again go back to the the gym you always think if, if you are someone because you i say you have 10 kilos of lead weight around your waist you have the cylinder you have the bcd you have all the dry suit kit and yeah all of that on and you're, you're expected to walk up and down a beach or walk 100 yards from the car to the the, the dive site if, if you're lucky enough to or the boat no one would walk 100 yards with 40 kilos on their back like no. no so for you to if you don't do that kind of exercise or just keep yourself fit it's it's, it's really demanded on the body hey. yeah. Just yeah. yeah trying to put your fins on with kit on it's hard like, yeah. just, just, <laughs> i'm so glad just, you say that because oh, no, it's just me no 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 no. i don't know if it's i'm just i'm really inflexible but everyone struggles and just that type of if you're not fit it's, it's hard work yeah I, I have to say though you know i'm a lover of the uh 03 60 65 semi-dry yeah suits and i have to find i have to say so one of the reasons is uh is flexibility yeah you know, and uh, I will say that to anyone. And, and I love my uh, O3 dry suit, but the flexibility that you get with the semi-dry uh, is is great. Uh, you know, that's a lot it's, more. Yeah, they're amazing pieces of kit. I guess we're probably, O3 is probably more well-known for the dry suits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but our semi-dry, we're massive advocates of. Uh, someone that doesn't maybe do a huge amount of UK diving or, sorry, and I don't mean that in your instance, but like are doing like, what, like summer diving or they're doing a dive in an evening the semi-dry is like perfect yeah. anything over kind of 15 16 degrees the semi-dry with our deep skin short john which makes it eight mil on your core a yeah. l- little bit more flexible on your arms is absolutely perfect for uk diving yeah. yeah and it is such a comfy seat we've yeah both dived in it even more so than me and yeah it's a yeah I yeah, has... maybe do technical diving unless you're really hardy i personally like if you're doing some long run times but if you're doing like a 30 40 minute dive and it's of an evening or a shore dive, then it's perfect. Oh, brilliant. It's so much, so much bad English, like such less hassle. 
yeah. having to, <laughs> yeah. to have to carry more kit around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, um, started in our semi-dries kind of July last year. That was our mm-hmm. first dive. Um, yeah. So, and obviously mine was kind of off the peg and fitted fine, but Ian's had to come back to you. So we did what you call kind of an in-house fitting, I suppose, or in our home fitting, didn't we? For- yeah, it, again, again, it's across. Um, I know we're probably going to go into more detail about the dry suit side in a minute, but yeah, 100%. So logistics make it very difficult where you guys are based. Um, it's definitely three, four hours away from us. So to come down just to try a, a wetsuit on for five minutes is is a bit much. So logistics yeah. now allow us to send some suits up to you, try them on, and then with some great photos, some great videos, we can we can work out the adjustments between us and we can talk you through as the sales team or the one you're speaking through May free, we can talk you through where to mark the suits so we can work out what the adjustments are needed. And I think in your case, Ian, it worked really well, didn't it? Um makes yeah. you a lot more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had to have the same thing with my dry suit. And uh, although at the time when I ordered that, I went through Crystal Seas because I was really early on in my diving career. And um, uh, so I had to, I think I had an extra large suit, but because I'm vertically challenged, um, I had to have a little bit out of the leg. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and it happens, you know, we're all at different heights and uh, yeah, worked a treat. Yeah, and I guess that's what that's one of the biggest things that we kind of focus on is you, you want to. No one is no. What everyone kind of needs small adjustments. Um, not everyone is not everyone is um, lucky enough to be able just to fit into a large off the peg. It's, yeah. it's very very rare to be brutally honest. Um, and it's everyone needs those minor adjustments. And although you probably could dive with the suit with a little bit longer in the legs, it's just it makes it a lot more comfortable. It removes that oh, yeah. issue of having like floaty feet. And yeah, it's those small adjustments is what we kind of is what our business on is adjusting and, and made to fit dry suits and wetsuits. Yeah. 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 So if somebody was obviously thinking about getting a dry suit from you, what's yep. the kind of process? Um, so say they live a long way away. So they're. Yeah. So we have two options in which we would fit someone into a dry suit. So we would, um, so there's always the shop. So we have a shop front here at O3. It's not just a, a unit where we're, um, we're building and like, producing suits, uh, which, is obviously open is open six days a week which is an amazing option people can come down and try the suits on with us but we know like i said about the wetsuit it's not a viable option so we can so people can remotely they can go see one of our trade shops which is crystal seas um which are based in norwich aquasport which are based in sully hall and we also have a uh, bristol channel that are based in cardiff or just outside of cardiff yeah um but alternatively we can do something called fitting in your own home so if someone is interested in a new suit, um, a full pri- a full price dry suit, we would send them up to we'd send two suits um, up to the diver or the customer, and then what they uh, that are closest and fitting to them, and then we would send them. We'd basically do like a fitting via Skype, Zoom, uh, WhatsApp, wow. uh, or we can do it via photos if they're confident enough. Because there's a huge range of divers that people come and come to us. Uh, we have people that are obviously incredibly new, have never used a, or even worn a dry suit before. And then we have people that have been diving for 30, 40 years and they know exactly what the, how they want their dry suit to fit. So mm. I guess it's a confidence thing with people, how they want their dry suit to fit, um, They, in which way we'd like to go. But we can do either. And what I didn't mention is we would ask for measurements up front, like eight or nine key measurements and some photos. Work out if you're, a, say, a large and an extra large and we'd ship them up to you uh, with DPD and that would all be covered within the price of the full price suit. Yeah. 
that's a really good service. And, um, you know, going back to my early days of diving, I'm pretty sure, you know, for new divers, you know, a lot of our listeners are new divers yeah. and coming on into the community. Um, a lot of the times our choices are yeah. down to, you know, what are what's other people diving in, who we dive with, you know, what dive center, what do they normally uh, either sell or recommend. But what you're actually saying is those constraints are no longer have to be considered because we, you know, you can supply a dry suit as well to someone who's at the other end of the country as well as they are in Portland. Yeah, I guess if someone, yeah, hundred percent. So um, obviously inherently like if, if it's a day trip, two, three hours is probably the most, most mm. people would maybe travel. And again, this, this yeah. kind of removes that logistics are so good nowadays and being able to do zoom calls or WhatsApp calls, whatever's easiest for the customer um yeah we yeah we have like a great success doing it but you're right Ian it it means that maybe the customer has to do a little bit more research maybe of what suit they want but we can yeah. send them a couple of suits and again um yeah if and we can we can talk through the spec before we have great conversations with people remotely and talking through, yeah. and we listen to how what suit would be best for them because we do have a wide range of suits so sometimes people do come to us and they're really really not sure but again we, we're all we all with our personal experiences and the and obviously with our experience of O3 yeah. We, we can point people in the right direction i've seen uh it's been my experience that yeah. i've seen uh people turn up at a dive site has spent you know like a couple thousand pound on a yeah. dry suit that they've bought online um an online shop and um not tried it on anything like that have gone to this um uh gone for a dive and it's totally ill-fitting you know mm -hmm. the cuffs don't fit properly uh they they bought a suit that they thought would fit dived it and then thought this don't actually fit yeah you know without in and it's such a you, you know it's a risky thing to do um because it's not just the expense it's the whole risky thing of diving in an ill-fitting suit yeah. um and it's so good to hear that o3 can offer a service that basically you can tailor fit a suit to you um without you know between you and the customer and that's really good no definitely and, and going back to like it, it genuinely is a thing where it's not that often that we get people that are recreational diving that are perfectly fit into a suit mm. people need boot changes neck and wrist making sure they're tight enough to make sure water doesn't come in and, and again like you Ian, a joke i'm i've I didn't know it was the case until I started working here. I have really short legs. Like I always need to have the legs changed. So like yeah. little things like that. And although you could dive it, 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 it run, you run the risk that you could have an inversion or if it's actually if the neck and wrists aren't right and it's a cold day in February, you run the risk that it could be, well, it could be quite dangerous. I guess it could be very yeah. dangerous. Um, yeah. If, if you if water, if the, if the suit is actually letting water in and the same, if there's too much air traveling around the suit, you know, it's a huge volume of air to control. If you're, if um if you've got too much air in the suit so yeah 100 yeah. percent, it can be it, it's something that we've always been really passionate about is making sure that the suit fits someone and it's, it's as comfortable as possible because yeah. let's be honest we'd all want to be diving in incredibly warm water in shorts and t-shirt but the uk di uk diving scene is incredible it has an amazing array of diving that we all should enjoy but it means that we have to wear dry suits so it should yeah. be it should be it should be comfortable and it shouldn't be your main worry when you're diving yeah that's right i mean it's your safety gear as well isn't it it's it's not just a dry suit it is your 
yeah, sort of life-saving equipment. And I guess one of the things I've heard like a technical diver say before is like on when they're when people are doing technical diving or long, long run times, most people have two torches, two watch, two computers just in case one goes, mm-hmm. yeah. a spare mask in a pocket just in case the mask off, all the bailout gas. One of the one things you don't have is a bailout is a second dry suit when you're diving. Yeah. So like if the first dry suit goes, yeah, you're you can you can potentially be in a really dangerous situation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. So in terms of your customer base, do you find it's kind of an even split with people visiting the shop and now taking account of the like home fitting service? Or is it something that you're just trying to kind of get the message out there that you do offer this home fitting? Uh, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. We definitely have a huge range of people that still would like to come to the shop because um, mm. there's nothing better like being able to hands on, especially if you don't know what kind of dry suit you'd like. And or maybe not confident enough to make um, or you're not too sure on how the suit should fit, then, yeah, we still have a huge range of people that would like to travel. We've had people do like um, Southampton Airport is really accessible. Um, you can get to Southampton Airport and the train gets you directly into Weymouth. So mm. it's, it's, we have had people that have come over from like Ireland and from wow. Scotland before um, for like day trips. And we've we've even picked them up in a, in a we've picked them up before um, from the train station, just bring them over and then we can take them back. So there's lots we can do. But yeah, it's not viable for everyone. And the further north you go, the obviously the longer it takes to get to us. So uh, it's it's yeah, we have a we'd love to put the message out still that fitting in your own home is still a great option for people that are based on the north coast of Scotland or based yeah. in Cornwall because that's still a long way away. All of those options that we can still do. Yeah, no, that's really good. So, and as a company, so you do dry suits, you do semi dry suits, and yeah. then you do do you do. Uh, you do bags and thermals. Yeah. You've got yes, more. Yes, we got we got a full undersuit range for our dry suits. Um, we've got um, we've got a wide range of wetsuits as well. We've got um, shorties, free mills, um, undersuits for short uh, wetsuits as well, and then we've got full glove and hood range and boots. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that's neoprene based, pretty much is we pretty much um, yeah we pretty much do as well. But it is like I'm sure if people listen, it's mainly dry suits that what people hear us for. Yeah yeah, 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 and they're all made, all the light adjustments, you do that all in-house? Yeah, so we've been, again, we don't hide behind the fact our, our neoprene um, neoprene uh, uh, products are, have been built in, are built in the Far East. Uh, we don't hide behind that, like they've been, they've been, we've been in the same company for over 20 years and we still QC them with every kind of delivery and everything that we still do. But yes, any adjustments, alterations to those um, off-the-shelf products um, is done in house in our workshop, or alternatively, like made to measures, is all done in house as well. Yeah, that's really good, and that's a really good kind of selling point for people, isn't it? That they know that they're talking to you, who will see their suit or do the alterations. Yeah, no, definitely, and I know there's always sometimes people are concerned about when stuff's built, in, I guess, in the Far East. Um, but all our the neoprene. What's not neoprene, these days? Well, exactly. No, that's a very good point. You've got you've obviously got your very cheap items, and then you've got iPhones and our smartphones that we've all got are all built in the Far East. Um, yeah. But yeah, the um, the all of the neoprene we've ever used in 33 years of business has always come from the Far East. Like nothing's yeah. ever changed mm-hmm. in that. We still use the same company. Nothing's nothing's changed on that. It's just 20 years ago with the, the demand and everything we went to the Far East. Yeah, yeah. And is Sean and Marcus they're still involved? They're still heavily involved in the business. Yep, both directors um, still heavily heavily involved. Um, yep still at the helm as you say yeah they're definitely yeah. still here <laughs> <laughs> yeah so your customer base is it worldwide so you've got 
yeah so we deal we deal in a lot of countries obviously our main our main um our main customer base is probably based in ireland and the uk but yes it's getting bigger and bigger um ever, as the year goes on in europe especially and then yes we're ever expanding into we have lots we have lots of divers in or lots of customers in like australia um america canada um and yeah uh, just a, a wide spatter of people a wide spatter of countries that yeah. it sometimes surprises us that people contact us from those countries like oh wow Okay, because you, you're in the business services side of things. Are are you seeing yeah. that in in that sales? Are you seeing that increase further afield? Yeah, definitely. Um, again, I think it comes to logistics because a lot of our stuff is direct. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do see you. I guess word of mouth is an amazing thing, isn't it? Yeah. And we just, for example, we have a huge we have a huge following of commercial divers that we deal with in Seattle. It's, it started probably with one person, and it's just spiderwebbed. Yeah. Um, into into a wide range of and that's and it comes from word of mouth and social media and our website and just it, it, yeah we you definitely do we definitely see an increase um and just lo- it's logistics isn't it it's been able yeah. to reach people that are in more lo- remote locations yeah. yeah um like a couple of our ambassadors are based they're doing some very very deep diving in Indonesia I guess 25 years ago you you they wouldn't have contacted us because it it, it wouldn't have been easy to get stuff over to them so yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it's um it definitely it's always expanding, always growing. Yeah. So anybody listening to this podcast in I don't know Canada, America, where it is dry suit diving kind of environments, then you know they're more than able to make contact with O3 and see what you've got to offer. Actually, yeah. Just before I was speaking, I was speaking to you guys. I was just dealing with someone in Quebec. So yeah, like it's it's um it's it's really accessible logistics. We can we can do it through measurement forms, photos. We can we. 99 percent of the time we could be able to size someone remotely um and be able to go from their measurements and not even do the fitting in your own home, home service we can do it remotely from like oh, with measurements in photos and we can and speaking with the customer and work out exactly what they would like we and we can do it remotely absolutely no problem so turnaround also- time so somebody so say somebody uh north carolina says i want one of your uh yep. dry suits um and they make contact how quick so say they make contact on a friday and yeah. they want to buy a suit they've got their measurements how sort of quick could you get a suit to them would you say it's, if, they, if they were if they were lucky enough to be off the peg we could get the suit shipped in a few days mm-hmm. um and it could be and again with the logistics like dhl and all that you can alex who we deal with they we've had suits in america in three days it, it can be really quick it's three really adjustments yeah i've yeah we've had some suits um uh, like the, I saw that you guys have done a podcast with Steve Lewis. We've had suits to Steve in three, four days if we need wow. to. Um, and yeah, the it it depends. It's adjustment or like orientated, like like how it depends on what adjustments they need. Yeah. If it's like dry gloves, uh, changing boots, panels being put into the suit, our lead time at the moment is about five weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's not it's not stupidly long at the moment. Um, it we've we've we're increasing, expanding, and it means that our lead time's in a really good position at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really good to hear as well. So yeah. did your um do you have a busier time of the year? Is winter busier for you once people start thinking about getting new dry suits or we yeah, we don't I guess I guess we don't it, it seems to be busy all year round. Um <laughs> I think because because dry suits allow people to dive into the winter. We don't mm. have like serious peaks and troughs where you, you know we're not it isn't just a summer sport, I guess, anymore, is it? People no. can dive all year round if the weather's good enough. Um of course, like the start of the season. So um, Sean always says that Easter used to be 20, 25 years ago, always used to be Easter used to be the start of the season. Um, it definitely seems to be around that period. Like the dive shows are in March. Um, 
that seems to be like the perfect time for them to be placed because it's just before Easter, just before yeah. the seasons to kick off. Um, there's obviously some thought that's gone into that. Um, yeah, like in the winter, it does quiet down. People start to get their stuff serviced. It's, I'm sure everyone gets their kit in for servicing, doesn't it? It's the same. Yeah. But we, yeah, we're still very, very busy through the winter, though. Traditionally, I used to book my dry suit in uh, for about January, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, January is always a tough time. month, isn't it, for everyone? Um, <laughs> like, it, it, uh, let's be honest, diving is not a cheap sport, so putting yeah. kit in for, for January is maybe the right thing to do if people aren't diving. Now, I've, I was going to ask you, actually, I don't know whether you'd know the answer to this. So, um, Go for it. Um, now, a lot of companies, you know, we're all looking at reducing waste. Um, and when we've got waste, what are we doing with it? You know, we, we've we got a tie up with uh, SDC watches. Now, they uh, make um, watch straps out of uh, reclaimed uh, wetsuits and things like that. Do you, what happens with your waste? You know, you know, are you, is O3 as a business? Are you looking into um, your packaging, you know, reducing plastics in packaging? Are, you know, you know, do you, is there anything that happens to any waste that you have, like with off cuts and neoprene and things like that? Is a, or is O3 looking into it? Oh, I think I think like every company, you're always trying to be as green as possible. I think yeah. that's that's the way that every company mm. needs to go or has to go. Uh, we need to kind of get away from single-use plastic. So um, one of the biggest things is when we got stuff in from the, the Far East. Um, I don't think they mind me saying is we removed all of us. We removed as much single-use plastic because a lot of the stuff would come in single-use plastic. Yeah. We try and remove as much as we possibly can that doesn't obviously have become a detriment to the product. Yeah, we've removed that. Um, Packaging is a good one. One of the biggest things that we've did was we used to use as everyone like PVC clear tape to box up our stuff when we ship it out the door. Okay. And it's not until you actually break it down and gradually we're using quite a lot of meterage and tape yeah, with every box that we ship out. So we've now gone to like the gum tape, the paper tape, yes. which is like I, I want to use I, I, Amazon, it, that kind of like Amazon tape. We've gone to that. Um, it's definitely more expensive, but it is way better for the environment. That's yeah, we've removed kind of we used like clear packet, you clear um, uh, the like the single use plastic bags, anything that comes with. We remove it now. Um, one of the biggest things is we actually used to supply water bottles to people in the shop, like single use water bottles, uh, about five six years ago. Um, dry suits, try especially in the height of summer, incredibly hot in the shop. So we'd always, do you want some water? And we actually removed that, and we've completely gone green. We've got a cooling machine. We've got um, like a, a hot uh, permanent like, hot water. So we've completely removed ourselves from like proper coffee oh, brackets in and water bottles. We've completely removed ourselves from that. Um, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on. The you've got that smart machine as well. The jollop. The jollop. <laughs> the jollop's a good one. I forgot. You about can that get one. refills. So yeah, again, obviously every bottle of jollop is a is a plastic bottle. Um, we now do a. Uh, you can fill your jollop bottle up for a th like a third of the price of a bottle of jollop yeah. you buy from the shop. If anyone ever comes to the shop, please bring your empty bottles of jollop and we'll fill it up. We've got a dispenser. Which is really um, cool. I think most people just like using the dispenser more so than the actual. <laughs> it's just, I think it's just. Oh, it's actually never go. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, but that's good. But yeah, we've got local businesses in the local area. Neoprene's quite hard to. Um, people, you obviously, you can recycle it and turn it into other products. And we've got mm. quite a few local businesses that take some of our off cuts um, yeah. that sometimes use it for packaging. Um, like engineering companies but we've also got some people that are making like dog collars which is one that stands out um 
they're making stuff like that out of our off cut neoprene. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So it's, I know that there's some big companies out there that are using a huge push, like, um, I think Sinister in Devon and Cornwall that make a huge thing on recycled wetsuits. Right. Um, but yeah, there's not, I, I don't believe, and again, I stand corrected, um, there isn't like a place where you can physically send neoprene for it to be fully, fully recycled. No. Um, so, but we, we, we do sell it to, or not sell it, sorry, we do give it to people that, um, that do use it for other products, that yeah. try and build stuff out of it. Yeah, and that's great because companies are continually thinking about the yeah. environment and there's always opportunities, you know, that keep coming up of people upcycling things and upcycling like wetsuits so yeah absolutely we're always trying to like as as we all should be we're always trying to be greener like i think the the use of plastic in our in our business um Mm. is definitely way less than it used to be that's one of the biggest things but again the actual just the water bottles is not until you stand back and look at it actually you can make this way way more environmentally friendly and that's what you you want to put that on your website because um that'd be a real that's a i think that's a really big plus um you know that you're doing doing that um because i think you know us divers are all really you know we love our green greenness and being you know love the ocean and that and anything you're doing um you know no three is one of the major names in diving especially especially in the uk um you know that's a really good we we definitely did a post we've definitely done a few posts about it especially like the jollop refills we've definitely kind of incorporated yeah when i'm saying that yeah actually there's a physical page on our website again again it's something i'll pass on because it's something i don't think maybe we shout aloud enough about yeah Um, definitely should it's it's something that is like every company i guess is trying to do is you're always there's always going to be something else and i guess that's what we've got to strive to it's never perfection is it we're always going to try and become green as possible yeah, and that's the way that yeah we should always yeah just be making little steps. Little steps little are better steps. than doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've obviously had packaging delivered and gear delivered from you, and it's always yeah. There's not any like plastic bags. It's yeah. it has got that lovely sort of brown tape on, so it is yeah, yeah great to see. It's it's very very difficult. Like if you split shipping suits thousands of miles, um, the first thing again, what was back like. 15 years ago is people would put polystyrene in because yeah. it's, it's ultra protective it's ultra awful safe stuff, and you, you're you're protecting the product but it's incredibly harmful for the environment it's got a lot it's got a huge um degrading life it takes ages to degrade and it's it's, yeah. it's not the right thing anymore so um yeah. yeah we're always trying our best and if we're we always call it shipping air if you have to make the box as small as possible so you're not having the suit or any of the products uh, wobbling around. About. yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's how it's got to be done yeah, no, that makes sense. So the future for O3, have you got, um, are you just still, have you got any new dry suits coming in or is it just doing what you're doing and trying to do more of your in-house fitting and virtual yeah, so, fitting? No, um, there's, um, so there's definitely, um, we've obviously bought our tri-laminate out, 90, the 9090 dry suit um, in the last five years um, or the three or four, between four and five years it's been out. Um, it's obviously a lightweight travel dry suit. Um or a lighter weight suit, sorry. And I, I imagine in the next kind of 18 months, couple of years, we'll probably have another uh, another style of that trilaminate dry suit as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And probably a more heavier duty version. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. And it's, yeah, obviously constantly evolving and people, yeah, like, yeah they want different things, don't they? Absolutely. And we, we, we definitely, obviously our neoprene products, if we've been using it, we've been, neoprene dry suits have been always been our like bread and butter. We've been doing them for the last 25, uh, 26 years. And that will be the neoprene suits aren't going to go anywhere. Some of them we develop and we change stuff for them, change the patterns and 
like the new MF5, which is the old is the new MSF version of the MSF 500 that we did. Um, it's exactly the same material, but that material we've been using for 20 years. Yeah. The reason we haven't changed yeah. it is because it works so well. And I know, Gemma, that's the suit you've been using. It's fantastic. It's really it's comfy. UK diving. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's a, definitely, yeah, and I think the more you, yeah, obviously wear it, it, it just feels, yeah, you just get more comfy in it. You 100%. do. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, so definitely highly recommend O3 dry seats yeah. and semi-drys. And yeah. semi-drys. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a change man. Come to come <laughs> the spring, I'm in it. <laughs> no, we, we've got some, we've got some, um, again, we've got Mike, um, Mike and Rob Thomas, they've used their semi-drys in Wookie Hole, which to the fort, it's 12 degrees water, you shudder at the fort of wearing a wetsuit in the cave, <laughs> no, but I've when they're 12, walking. I've done 10. Well, you don't, you're a braver man than me. 10, when people 10. Work, like when uh, people uh, are doing long walks into cave systems or, or they've actually found that the semi-dry is an amazing um, bit of equipment that they've used because they're not melting trying to walk into a cave in a dry suit. Exactly. The semi-dry makes it easier. They can have it halfway down. They, they, and yeah, like you said, it's, it's, it's as always, wetsuits are more flexible. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't go lower than 10, but I have done 10. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was with the old John and I put a... Um, you know, I, I thought, it, it, you know, that was absolutely fine, you, you know, yeah. but um, I, I think if I was going deep and or if I was going to be in the water for a sustainable time, then, um, you know, I probably would go with my dry suit. But I think if you're just going for a bimble and you're not going particularly that deep um, and the water's, say, no lower than 10, absolutely fine. I think I think that's it. I think uh, I absolutely agree. Like the semi-dry is a fantastic suit. I always say if someone isn't doing a second dive, so mm, yeah. if I'm if I'm out on a boat with a VZAC club or I'm doing two dives today and we're staying out on the boat the whole time, the first dive you'd probably be fine in the semi-dry if you're um if you're fine in wetsuits, sometimes cold is such a relative thing. You see it all the time. I'm sure yeah. all three of us feel the cold differently. Yeah. For example, Ian diving in a semi-dry to 10 degrees. I'm sure Gemma, you'd shudder at the thought of that. <laughs> I personally would, because I do feel the cold, but some people don't. And yes, your first dive is absolutely fine, but it's always the second dive, that wind chill. And that's mm. when a dry suit really, really comes into their own. And yeah. that's when you need a dry rope. Wow, this is it. You dry over the top, but it's just maybe wearing. It's like putting a wet hood back on, isn't it? A wet wetsuit sometimes just yeah. it just cools the body temperature down. Yeah. It does. And yeah. we've had it before. We've actually supplied dry suits to people, or customers have taken dry suits to a liverboard in the Red Sea. And to some people that are diving shorties, it's madness. But there's some people that just feel the cold. Yeah, it's true. It's, yeah, it's yeah. such a it's such a relative thing to that personal diver. Yeah, where you have. You just then you've got to walk down the high street and someone's walking around in shorts and t-shirt and you're in a big <laughs> yes. Some uh-huh. people just don't Gemma. feel the cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And you know, everybody's got to feel comfy in the water. And you know, that's that's one less hurdle that you've got to overcome because it's, you know, there's nothing, you know, there's always going to be hurdles when you're diving or apprehensions. So yeah, yeah. if you're not feeling the cold. That's fine. You I always that prefer off. feeling a bit more cooler and having the flexibility than having loads of underlayers on. And then you feel, oh God, yeah. feel like I can't move. And uh, yeah, yeah mm. I, I, I don't mind being a bit cooler because no, you no, always yeah, swim a bit harder, can't you? <laughs> it's just, it, I guess, yeah, it's, it's, it just, some, we have some people that just are freezing all year round and they're wearing like your, someone's winter layers in the yeah. height of summer yeah. because they just feel the cold. And then you've got some people that are wearing, very very minimal underneath a dry suit or i'm going back diving in a semi-dry in 10 degrees but yeah. it, it can be done and as long as you're warm comfortable and it's safe then it's, it's great 
Yeah, and it's great. O3 have got something for everyone, no matter what their kind of level of feeling the cold or where they're diving as well. Because yeah. you know, some people just don't dive in the UK, do they? They just no, they don't. No. Absolutely, and always we one of the one of the, a lot of questions that we do get is people come to us and go, which suits the warmest? Um, mm. Yep. If you were all if you were wearing shorts and t-shirt underneath every suit, the five mil is obviously going to be the warmer because there's more material insulating you and keeping you and the, the neoprene's acting is keeping you warm, but the undersuit is so well linked with a dry mm. suit. If the dry suit's wrong underneath the undersuit, it can play havoc with buoyancy. It can, um, it you can be too warm, too cold, and it's it's why we we always we've got two different types of base layers to go with our neoprene suits um, and our trilaminate. Sorry, so you can layer up and wear the right base layers underneath to keep you warm. Yeah, so yeah. that's it's always something to consider when, especially buying a dry suit, is that the base layer needs to be the right base layer for that dry suit as well. Yeah, and it also says that people don't go, you know, it's not an advisable thing to just go online and say, oh, don't have that dry suit. You know, you're specialists in the industry and you've got all yeah. that history and knowledge that people, you know, if they're new to diving, you can help. And you, yeah. and it's free, no, isn't it? It's part of your absolutely. service. Absolutely, and it's not, it's not even kind of like a sales tactic if they're buying one of our dry suits to say you need to buy one of our undersuits. Mm. It's more just to maybe just slow the process down slightly and think about actually what base layer am I wearing underneath and and I'm sure Ian I know I, I think you've I think you've said um before and you're a dive master there's some people that wear a huge amount of base layers underneath a very thick suit and yeah they need 30 pound or 18 kilos to sink and it's yeah it, it, it's something's not right it's not because you're you can't sink it's probably because your base layers your dry suits isn't in isn't covered is yeah. it cohesive? The best way. And your base layers complement your dry suits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're designed, they're a wickable layer. Um, they're flexible. So they're designed to be under neoprene dry suits. So they're designed to give you as much flexibility under neoprene dry suits as possible. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. So if people want to find out more about O3, where's the best place? Is it your website or is it? Our website, we've got a few. Um, Sean and Marcus are quite passionate We're on like our like O3 support or on O3 World. There is stuff on there about different different layer materials of dry suits, how the base layers work, and it, it hopefully will give them some kind of indication like how it can be, how it can balance itself out and which one can work. So hopefully that kind of points people in the right direction. But at the same time, the whole sales team are fully understand it, and sometimes we just I personally prefer just picking up the phone, and I'd yeah. rather chat someone through it than maybe a long-winded email and if they don't quite yeah. understand it i'm more than happy to chat for it so even yeah. if they just pick up the phone and ask us we're more than happy to help yeah that's great and it's yeah. more personal service then as well isn't it you've, you've got to talk to a human being yeah because some everyone's situation is different yeah you've got to speak to a human being um <laughs> so yeah absolutely um yeah we're still massively for picking up the phone and ask uh like because everyone's everyone's situation is different everyone's diving's different and we can hopefully point people in the right direction yeah, yeah. Well, that's really good. Good to hear. And I think that's a brilliant service that, you know, you don't have to be uh, on your doorstep to order a suit. You can get it tailored and you can have it delivered, you know, really quick, even if you're in a different country. Yeah, uh, no, definitely. Is, it's, it's, like, it's brilliant. With everything that's gone on in the world with Brexit, um, it's it's a little bit more difficult going into Europe now. But again, yeah. we can talk you through the process and we can even do repairs into in and out of Europe. We've... um. We have like temporary repair, like imports and exports, and we we've we've done a lot of research to make sure that it's we're not leaving our um, European customers out. We still can get suits back yeah. if they're willing, if they're happy to. 
can get seats back and repaired and, and altered and we can do a new suit so we can talk people through the process. Yeah. I'm proof for that. Um, you know, when, when I sent my dry suit off to you for repair, you know, yeah. you soon had that back. And yeah. I was in it the following weekend uh, doing dive master stuff. So uh, thanks for that, for a really quick turnaround. Um, one thing we want to ask you, actually, is, um, you know, we like to get a bit of a nugget, a bit of a life hack right. um, off our guests. So we're going to put you to the test. Now, <laughs> for our listeners, uh, what do you have something that you could give them to take away? Uh, maybe doesn't have to be about diving. You know, we do keep it fairly open. Um, but we, we, we ask a, a life hack or a little nugget to take away from this conversation that we've had um, that you can maybe give them. You've put really on the spot. You didn't prep me for this. Um, <laughs> the two things, I tell you what. So it will be dry suit related, just because okay. obviously keeping the theme. So yeah. one of the things that is always I hear are Marcus and Sean always say, so obviously with all their experience, both been in the industry for 40 years, is dry suit diving should be enjoyed not endured so it is it should be an extension of your diving it shouldn't be something that you go i have to put that dry suit on Mm. it should be i'm wearing that dry suit so i can enjoy this amazing dive and that's always been their stance is yes like i said before we'd always want to be in the caribbean diving in shorts and t-shirt but it's not always an option so (laughs) having to wear a dry suit that's incredibly comfortable um fits you well and it's just an extension for yourself that's kind of what they've always taught us and also getting in and out of a dry suit. Um, I know you guys have no problem getting in and out of a dry suits, but one of the biggest things people are always amazed by is a couple of techniques to get in and out of the dry suit. <laughs> and one of the biggest things, when you're trying to get your wrists out, everyone's pulling on the wrist, trying to get out. If they pull the suit down first in the stomach, so you kind of trap your arms by the zip, let the forearm fold over and grab the forearm instead, you would fly out of the wrist seals. And people are always amazed by this technique. So if you can't, wow. if you, if you can't vision what I'm saying, it's on our website. There's a YouTube link. Someone have a look. And it's an, um, an old diver who dives here, Jeff. He's been diving for 50 years and he shows you how to do it properly. Yeah. Brilliant. And I must say, when I came and had the fitting for my dry suit, yeah. the other Tom, he said, you know, he gave kind of really good instructions on, you know, how to get into it and get the, yeah. everything on. And yeah, that worked a treat. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. so that's always two things that have always people are always amazed with. So yeah, <laughs> well, we'll put Excellent. the link to the YouTube channel in our show yeah. notes, and then yeah, I'll send it to you guys. I'm I'm 99% confident it's on the website, but I'll, if not, uh, people always because Jess, uh, a local guy, and he comes in and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's the guy from the the dry suit video." So I'll, um, I'll send you the link if you haven't got it. <laughs> that's famous. Yeah, no, that's good, yeah. and it's and it preserves the life of the suit as well, so you're not like yeah. stops you, on the yeah. cuffs. It stops you from having to have it repaired. It's always not a very nice conversation when you have to tell him that wrist seals are broke or a zip's broke. Yeah. And it's you can save it by just slowing it down a little bit and getting in and out of the suit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. So the other th- um, question we ask a lot of our guests is if you could go diving with three people, they don't have to be divers, but theoretic- theoretical, well, I can say it. Theoretically? <laughs> Theoretically. Yes. Take them underwater and show them that underwater world. Who would you put on your wish list? Oh, it's a hard one. Um and this is going to sound really like I don't know, like really. Like I'm super excited for my brother and my dad to do some warm water diving. They've never done it. Like they've mm-hmm. they've only ever dived. And my brother had a great experience diving in some dark British weather and, and water a few weeks ago. And and 
for them to see infinite viz in Egypt is going to be amazing. So I'm really, yeah. really excited for that. So it sounds really like cliche, but that's no, cool. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I don't really know anyone that would. Um, I guess someone that's never dived before, like mm. someone, maybe a friend here that's never dived off Chesil. We spend a, as a just where we live. We spend a lot of time on the beaches here. And some people go, oh, what's over there? And then you tell them. And I think I'd love to see someone's face before when you see something underwater, mm. like a cuttlefish for the first time. It's, yeah. It's, it's wicked when you see them. So that's that's probably what I do. So no one specifically, but that I can think of. I probably will probably end the podcast and be like, oh, that'd be a good answer. <laughs> but probably, yeah, probably them, what I just said. Yeah. No, good answers though. Yeah. And it's great. That that fine? You, yeah. 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 You've got your dad and your brother, you know, hooked onto the diving. You yeah. know, to dive with family must be, yeah, pretty special. They're probably going to laugh at me for saying that, but it is true. It's going to be cool <laughs> when they like, because like, they haven't, they've done a lot, a fair bit of UK diving. And my brother went on a, a 28 meter dive and he forgot his torch. So it's pretty dark for him. And he was following my torch, which is, he will know, he won't do that again, I'm sure. But, <laughs> When we're diving the fistle gorm, I'm sure he's going to be absolutely amazed. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, very good. Yeah. So the other question that we ask, if you could have a billboard, so you could put it out to the entire world and get some kind of message out to the world, so you could write something, you could have a film on it, you could have an image, but just something, a message that you would want to put on your billboard to get out to the rest of the world, what would your message be? Does it have to be diving related or is no, it? Is no, it, absolutely yeah. anything. Yeah. Absolutely anything. Oh, um, what would I, I, as you guys, I'm massively into fitness, like health and fitness. And I always preach and probably my friends get bored of it <laughs> is not CrossFit because that's too far, but more just, just how much, how good and how like I'm mentally, physically, emotionally, how much I benefit from just doing yeah. a little bit of exercise, even if it's couch to 5k or, or if it's um, going for a walk after work, I, I, I love it. And yeah. I've always, I think I'd, I'd be on a billboard if it was done by me. I think it'd be about like health and fitness. I think that'd be my main focus. Just get outside. That would yeah. be, get outside. That, that's just what, yeah. Enjoy. There's so much more than just seeing it on a computer screen, I guess. Yeah. Get off that sofa. Yeah, get out yeah. of your box. Get out yeah. away from the laptop. And yeah. 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 And, it, you know, it, it opens up another world. And if people you know, walking on the beach, they might think, well, I care about that. And I want to, you know, mm. see underwater or go kayaking or go paddleboarding. So, yeah. 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 So it's definitely, no, very good answers. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Well done. Yeah. Awesome. So, you think so, so again, we yeah, people, they just need to keep an eye on your social media and your website to sort of yeah. learn more about so, O3. Yeah. So we got, um, I can't say too much, but in the 1st of December, we're doing a bit of a Christmas launch. So we've got okay. some things coming up. So we'll obviously social media, all of that um, coming up in three days time um, or when this podcast comes up, the Christmas candle will be already on, <laughs> on, on, on um, the magic of social media. Um, but yeah, so that'll be on the 1st of December. Um, and yeah, just we're always, we always try and promote wide ranges of diving on our social media. Um, just some people that are doing some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's, always some, there's always some, there's always some people pushing the boundaries of, of diving isn't it, or exploration which is always amazes me personally anyway but i think that's yeah. why we all get into diving to see what we haven't seen before exactly cool. yeah. yeah all new challenges as well 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah that's been brilliant we want to say thank you very much as well you know um to you uh everyone at o3 uh sean and mark's uh you know to all the support that you guys give us as mm. a podcast and in our social media um because it's brilliant you know um 
and uh, it's really good you know that we've been able to build on that and you know that's really good that you've come here today uh to talk about it and talk about your diving and talk about oh three no no absolutely um more more than welcome it's um you guys are doing something that's slightly different to what other people have done before so it takes us again we're not we're, again we're not the we'd always, always want to be better on social media it's not something yeah. that's our main focus it's more like custom based that's more focused for us mm-hmm. but it's something that yeah that if it opens us up to a bigger range of customers um like you said if there's people around the world listening that can yeah. that weren't aware of the stuff we it's weren't aware of the stuff we can do then amazing so yeah thank yeah. you guys for being a platform that we can speak about it yeah. yeah, and you know we've we've got the hands-on experience of using your semi-dry and your dry suit as well, yeah. and yeah, we're definitely flying the yeah. O3 flag. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So anybody out there, yeah, I think you you definitely should give O3 a look. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much. No, hundred yeah. percent. Well, what do you think to that? That was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great to finally catch up with Tom and hear about O3 and yeah how they work. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, 03 being about since 1989. Yeah, yeah. Been going a long time. Yeah, and they've got people behind the company that have got so much history in the diving industry yeah. as well. And for Tom, you know, he's a youngster, but you can hear his passion and he loves his job. Which oh, is it comes across, special. you know, and uh, the company comes with a lot of respect. Uh, well, you know, the directors are well known. Um, they're, you know, right from the top down are well respected uh in the diamond community mm. and um it's great hearing there uh hearing tom talking about you know the products and the, the virtual uh fitting service was really cool yes yeah 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 and obviously we, it's not just dry suits it's semi-dries and all the hoods gloves and yeah it's, it's thermals yeah yeah so they are a one-stop shop for yeah getting kitted out to dive in the UK with your dry suits and semi-dries and wetsuits as well. Yeah, yeah. And good couple of nuggets there he gave us towards the end there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was great. And uh, yeah, his first podcast and he did super well. It did really well. Yeah, it really was. Well. not always easy when you, you know, being asked to come on and talk about yourself. You know, yeah. nobody likes talking about themselves um, and talk about the business and, you know, where he's been, you know, really uh, first what was it 10 years he's worked there yeah for, he's been so. yeah he's sort of uh it's in his blood yeah so uh and that and you that is true because he's obviously got he's now managed to get his dad is now into diving his brother's now into diving um so yeah it's brilliant yeah shout out to his dad and his brother as well and a getting... fellow crossfitter as well so. yeah exactly so but yeah no it's really good and uh hopefully um people look o3 up if they haven't um you know, even sort of investigated their dry suit range because it's certainly extensive. And the customer service, we've got to say, is personal. I guess we have to say there's other brands are available, of yeah. course, but, you know, uh, is a big, wide diving world out there. Um, but we're testaments, you know, I, I've dived in 03 dry, my dry suit uh, since I started uh, seven years ago, uh, now in also in a semi-dry, 03 semi-dry you're in a 03 dry suit as well. Yeah. And, you know, you, you love your cuff dump, don't you? got pockets. Yes, and you, yeah. you love, you, you know, you, you love your 03s. It's yeah. brilliant. 
yeah it's very um versatile so yeah i think um definitely it's a free world out there but yeah i'd take a look at the o3 website and uh just uh widen your choice yeah o3.co.uk go there and um start the conversation you know yes yeah yeah and pick up the phone that, and that's a really good thing that came over in the podcast it's not an online no. such business it's it's very much personal and you can talk to real people no matter where you are in the world yeah yeah that um that virtual fitting service is open to everybody and it's really good as well and i thought you know i put them to the test a little bit about you know if somebody in north carolina wanted a dry suit there you know and it's a friday afternoon how quick could you get a suit mm. you could get two suits yeah we live in a big world but it is quite small when you in a matter of about, days yeah communication and logistics are very easy going so yeah the world's got smaller and uh, also really good to hear about their uh, their green plans on yes, how, yeah. what they're looking at, the waste, which are already done by getting rid of plastic tape as well. So um, we've seen that firsthand in the gear that's come through, uh, you yeah. know, on the courier to the yeah. house. So. And the tags are cardboard as well, which mm -hmm. are good, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, good to hear. So, uh, you know, uh, all good. Yes, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, and if you've got any questions about dry suits, obviously uh, you can DM Ian or me and uh, ask about our experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Give you know, uh, we all when we buy something online or whatever, you know, it's always good to get reviews, isn't it? So hmm. if you want a direct review, we will give you some proper honest feedback. Yeah, we'll tell you because one of the biggest things I didn't say it say it to Tom, um, but one of the biggest things that always sold it to me was their service that, you know, and I've heard it from other divers who have long time dived in O3 products that when there's a problem, they can send the suit off, they can get it fixed and get it back. Yeah. Get it serviced yeah. and things like that. Yeah. It's really important to get your dry suits uh, serviced regularly, you know? Mm. So, uh, and you can send them off to O3. They do it all in shop. They yeah. send it elsewhere. They send it or in shop yeah so oh, it's good but yeah any questions put them our way yeah on a personal note gotta say as well don't forget to leave us a five-star review it helps us get found so um you know that's a really good way it's free don't cost you nothing go to itunes and leave us a five-star review let us know what you think yeah so yep so that was a great podcast so it was have a look at the website there's plenty more episodes to listen to um but yeah this was a, a episode with o3 it was and i think that was the big scuba podcast it was so thanks for listening and thanks for downloading yeah thanks for download and see you on the next one now that does wrap up today's episode of the big scuba podcast but if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on. That way, you will never miss an episode from us. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today, we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help us. If you do, please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. 
we will get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.